Hey everyone, this is the Bling Vera podcast for Tuesday, Wednesday, Wednesday, May 31st, 20 and 23. I'm your host, Bling Vieira. Guess what? This is the two-year anniversary. I've been podcasting for two years. There's bonus material at the end. You have to listen all the way through. It's, it's going to be a good show. It's going to suck. It's going to suck now. I didn't like last yesterday's episode so don't hold that against me i tried to be serious i tried to like research and it's just like don't do that just it doesn't work man just start talking just make the microphones hot and start talking get into it i tried to listen to that podcast episode a few times yesterday and i couldn't even get all the way through it and that's i like it was the first time in two years, it's like the first time in two years where I was just like, dude, turn it off. I can't even stand the sound of my voice. I can't even, I don't like the way it sounds. Are you complaining again, Bling? Yes. Yes, I am. No, oh, it's been two years. And I'll tell you what, it was Rob Peterson. Remember in the last episode? Yeah, it was. It was this fake charge that him and his polygamous client cooked up. She paid him money and like just la la land freaking cuckoo's nest. She's a polygamist and he's a rat lawyer who freaking lies for money. Go straight down. Rob Peterson is, yeah. I, I wrote a view actually on the judge building on Google Maps. So check it out. Um, and I got fired from a law firm at that time. And it was a paid internship because uh, working on my degree, you know, the one I made the dean's list on, I did earn it freaking finally, but like again too little too late but like i lost a job because of that dumb shit and it was at that point i remember calling this dude from twitter even he was a trader because i was into trading a lot and he was a trader and there was two people i called from twitter i don't talk to them at all anymore i don't go on twitter anymore i don't have any social media really at all besides this and i guess youtube but um yeah i don't i don't have a camera i don't have a phone so good luck contributing to Twitter and social media. If you don't have a camera and don't have a phone, yeah, Instagram, stupid, right? So I called these two people and I was like going in the spiral of like panic attack. I was like totally devastated and hurt and just devastated and hurt by the whole thing. I was like, I just lost a job. I got fired after just <laughs> the, the, it was embarrassing. It was humiliating. You can't work here. You, you, the, this polygamous woman said I was stalking her, and which I was not. Uh, she locked all my stuff in the garage, and it was so ridiculous. I would call the Salt Lake City Police, and they didn't ever help. I'd say, like, I want to get my stuff out of this garage that's basically stolen. They're like, that's a civil matter, sir. And it's like, it's not. She stole my stuff. It's in the garage. Her lawyer told her to change the code. Like, this is like, can I get my stuff, please? Like, well, when we get around to it, maybe we'll figure it out. And it's like, okay, well, shoot. That sucks for me, huh? Like, Thank you, police, once again. And somehow the stalking charge got cooked up while I'm waiting out front, waiting for the police to show up. I'm stalking this person. Yeah, okay. Like this polygamist woman, I'm stalking her. Like, no, I'm not. So, yeah, lost a job. 
paid internship because of it. It set me back a semester pretty much. And I was livid. And I didn't have any options. I had zero options. And so I was like, let's start a podcast. <laughs> Might as well start a podcast. You know how to record. And so, I mean, there was like even there was like a, a studio engineer the first couple episodes or like the first year, I think, of the podcast. There's like a studio engineer. There was like help. He didn't help. Like there was uh, sound effects. There was stuff like it was it was um, I was trying pretty hard on it for a minute there, but everything fell apart. Yeah. But what did you do, Bling? It's like <laughs> just living my life. The, the, the cards I'm dealt with. Yeah, but were you really stalking her, though? It's like, are you kidding me? No. I'm too self-centered. I'm too selfish to spend any time on anybody else but myself. Damn it. I want my stuff back. Well, it's a civil matter. We can't. It's like, for, okay. Light them up in court, make her cry. And it's just like, yeah, okay, can I get my stuff back now? It's ridiculous. I actually got my stuff back shortly after that. But then it all got after eBay happened. Yeah, just more complaining. eBay's a garbage company. If you're still using eBay, stop because you're going to get ripped off. eBay is a garbage company that goes to zero. It's been losing. It's been losing money since its IPO back in 1997, 1999. It hasn't even gone above that price. Its IPO price, it's it's stealing money. It's corrupt. The, the employees there aren't happy. Don't use eBay. Stop using eBay. They'll rip you off. They'll take your money. They'll steal your money. They will. Now, it, it's under a new man. Well, look up. Look, they, they stalked. No, now, eBay actually did cyber stalk. Speaking of stalking. eBay cyber stalked a Natick, Massachusetts couple for two years. The head of security. The global director of something, and then more executives, six or seven of them. They're played. They're in prison right now. Yeah, James Bog. It, it, the head of security, and then the CEO resigned. That's how corrupt eBay is. And they got some no-name CEO and some freaking Paul S. Pressler that chair of the board. I don't know if I don't know if Paul's press Paul Pressler is still the chair of the board. I don't either way. It's a dissolvement of the company on uh, on DAC here. Yeah. Started the con I started the episode trying to be positive. It's two year anniversary. Bling, what are you doing? You made a podcast for two years now. What are you doing? Just trying to stay positive. Just trying to keep it together. Yesterday's episode sucked, though, didn't it? And that's what I get for trying to be serious and trying to like, well, you know, skate after school. Don't it's a good, it's a good organization. It's a nonprofit. Donate if you can. Skate after school. Now, what do you guys want to talk about? My morning. I buried a chicken today, so the junkyard has livestock on it. But it also has tons of valuable high-end items, vases, uh, priceless vases, Fabergé eggs, um, old cars, old cars from the 50s, 
sell those to Cuba. Cuba, freaking throw some Toyota motors in there. Sell them to Cuba. They'll they'll fabricate them and refurbish them with with like Toyota freaking hybrid motors. Turn them into taxis. Ship them off to London. It's a high end junkyard. It's not what you think it is. No, excuse me. Cuba refurbishes old cars with like new engines. Cool, right? Like that's cool. For taxis and stuff like like um, gas, gas efficient engines. How much more time in the entire episode? Lucky me. I thought I had a lot to talk about, and I and I, and I did. I'm gonna start talking about eBay, freaking stocking. I wasn't. I don't stalk people. Like you've got to be kidding me. And hey, that's what the judge said. She's like, "Yep, he's right. <laughs> you two uh, freaking mongrels, miscreants. You guys made him lose a job. He's he's starting a career there, and you guys made him lose it because you were too stupid. And so, thank you. Like, thanks, Judge. Thank you. Thank you, Your Honor." Your honor, it's freaking crying at the end. I'll do it again, man. No, if uh, well, speaking of garbage companies, I was in, in Phoenix, I was actually assaulted by two Culver's employees out there in Phoenix. No lie, I have to get the video evidence of it, and I have to, to start being a little bit more uh, vocal about it, but. There's two Culver's employees. One of them's name was Adam, and the other one, I did not catch his name because I did not meet him before, but um, they straight up jumped me, dude. And they didn't do much, like, as far as punching, but they, like, tackled me. There's two guys that tackled me, and there was one that was, like, on top of me, uh, like a fake cop that was on top of me. Yeah, it it sucked, dude. And it was almost, um, oh, I don't want to get into that. But Culver's don't use Col- don't go to Culver's either, especially in Phoenix because they tackled me in a Buffalo Wild Wings parking lot, dude, and I I was screaming, saying, "Why are there two Culver's employees here?" I'm like, dude, it bling. It sounds like you're a little bit. It sounds like you're you're a little bit uh, belligerent. Is that? Uh... Say, shut up, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Seriously, shut the fuck up. Like I've got a lot on my mind, and this is the two-year, uh, two-year anniversary special. Let's go! I've got a lot to say. I've got lots to say, and it, it. I've got nothing to lose here. I truly have nothing to lose. Well, well what are you gonna do? You gonna live on the street? Did you? What are you gonna do if you talk too much? And yeah. Put me on the street. I'm pretty much already there. <laughs> this is this the effort that I've put. Eh, I'm not going to complain. Let's let let's go into like a, a a compilation of two years. If I had a computer in front of me, oh man, I'd go through all. I'd pour through all the best, the, the greatest hits of the Bling Gear podcast. That that of which I cannot do now. I just can't. It sounds like you're all over the place. What the hell is going on over there? It's like I'm all over the place because I am all over the place. Because I'm displaced. 
I wish I could articulate to the world like how disappointed I am in the system and how this worked out. My family, um, my trust, the my my naivete. I, I was so naive and stupid and trusting and and vulnerable, extremely vulnerable. Um, in early 2022 and even late 2022, I was extremely vulnerable to where I'd trust anyone or just basically not do any, it's not Burger Andy gets left behind now. I'm not going to eat a worm. No. I was onto something. I was doing something in Salt Lake. There, there were people following me in Salt Lake City. And there's nothing anyone can say about that that will ever make me um, like, I'll never say like, no, there weren't people, but there were people following me in Salt Lake City. There, there were papers I signed when I was in university that I think gave permission to to have them like observe me and stuff. Like a homeless, a homeless. Um, I was applying for after eBay ripped me off for like, yeah, eBay really ripped me off. A lot of a lot of this stems from eBay back in April of 2022, last year. Yeah, April 2022. A lot of it stems from it. Um, I was so desperate, and I, I tried to apply for emergency funding and stuff, and it just everything fell apart. Everything fell through, and I, I signed some papers that was like um, for Utah Community Action, and it was like these homeless papers, like you can be on this homeless tracking list or something. And I've been meaning to call them and email them. And I probably should do that today because, like, I would argue that it, it's this, like, research um, firm that follows homeless people around. Once you, once you apply for these, these emergency funding and, and they'll deny you, but you sign all the paperwork to give them permission to follow you or to, like, observe you or to do whatever. And I think that's what was going on. I blamed a lot of it on... Uh, the, the repossession of a car. <laughs> Thanks once again, eBay, for that. But I, I think it's I think it's a little bit more intricate than that. And I, I blamed Raytheon and I blamed these other companies. And I even um, I just kind of like I overstep. Oh, I, I stepped offside sometimes. I probably overstepped my. But like. Sure, I was paranoid out there, but there were people following me, man, in trucks and cars. They were following me, tons of them. And it's an organization there, and I think it's Utah Community Action. And it's probably like a nationwide thing. It's probably in Utah, it's probably called Utah Community Action. In Arizona, it's probably called something else. Colorado, something else. Nevada, something else. California, et cetera. Um, but once you sign this paperwork, you give them permission to, to basically stalk you. And they've got truck after truck, car after car. It, it's a, it's an organization that's like nefarious in my opinion. It, it's like studying, it's like studying, um, it's like doing te like tests on humans legally. And with like um, a proximity, with enough, enough proximity to where it makes you sound crazy. Like they're following me. They're stalking me. There's people following me. It's like, no, no, there's not. No, there's nobody following you because they, they've kept a far enough distance. They'll never jump out of the cars. They'll never, 
how much more time? Wow. Okay. So when I first got to Phoenix off, well, we'll, we'll switch it up here in the Phoenix Chronicles. When I first got to Phoenix off the light rail, there was a Native American woman who I met. I, I've told the story before, and she was the first. She. So I get off the light rail, and she sees me, and I, I had a bunch of bags and stuff in my hand. I went to the Circle K, got some 7 Up and Sprite, and then went back to the light rail. And as I'm walking back to the light rail, she says, one big circle, one one giant circle. And I was like, what's that? I'm like, huh? Like, who? What? Like, someone noticed me out here? And I was like, do you mind if I sit next to you and talk to you? And she's like, no, like, come on over. She was wearing a mask. She was Native American. Uh, she was much older than I was. I think she was into women. So she was a, a lesbian. And um, I think so, I'm pretty sure. But she was much older than I was. And I was not interested in her, but I was intrigued by the fact that she called called me out on it and one giant circle one big circle and i was like yeah i'm back yeah i'm back here at the at the station and we started chatting and and she said like yeah there's there's groups there's group homes that have these cars after car like i don't know if she was even part of it or not but like it, it was interesting it was it was um uh, a very educational conversation that i had with her because She's, she's, she was telling me all of the stuff that like I had been telling other people, like you're paranoid, man. Like, no, there's nobody following you. There's no, like she was saying everything that I, but I had never told her, well, I think there's cars and trucks following me, you know, to be honest with you. Like she was telling me, she's like, yeah, they'll, they'll drive you crazy. They'll make you commit suicide and um, they'll do, yeah, they'll, they'll make you jump off a bridge. Um, they'll follow you so much and, and they'll, they'll, they're just studying you and they want you to join their group so they can get part of the, the food stamps and stuff like this, like a, a group home and they find people off the street and they, they, they pick them up and they, they give them a bunch of promises and she's like, yeah, there's just a bunch of trucks, a bunch of cars and they'll, they'll, they'll just follow you around. They'll keep their distance. They'll never talk to you. They'll never. And I was just like, huh? Like it, she's saying everything that I've been thinking and I've never told her what I've been thinking. I just barely met this woman. Um, it was a very educational experience and her wisdom was something I'll never forget because there was no, it was not a physical attraction. There was no, like, um, it was not a romantic encounter by any means. It wasn't, it was just more of like, she saw me, she could, and, and she was Native American. I'm half Native American. I think there's a, um, a telepathic, there's a, there, the humans have lost the telepathic uh, co connection with each other, in my opinion. And it, over time, I'm, we've trusted so much on the internet and stuff. And it, it sounds so like new agey and um, like hippie or, 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 yeah, hippie, I guess you call it. Like, yeah, we, yeah, yeah, man. We lost our telepathic powers, man. And we used to, we used to have connections with each other, man. It's like, I think probably that's probably, yeah, I think we probably did actually. And 
um, I'm not, I don't want to get into like eugenics and like genetics and um, epigenetics, but I, I think there's something there that the fact that I'm half Native American and that she was basically full, like blood and Native American, and even in, in jail, um, I was in jail <laughs> for a little bit. There was another Native American man. It was, and it was just me and him in him and I, he and I in a, in a cell together. And he taught me so much in just like a short period of time of how, how to survive out there. And of course I get released the next morning and stuff and just like chicken shit, police bullshit, a bunch of lies and corrupt cops, crooked cops. But the knowledge that I gained from these two, the wisdom that they held, that they like bestowed upon me, just the, the street smarts that they gave me in, in such a short amount of time. I knew the woman for a few hours, for a few hours. And I like tried to um, protect her even while we were out there. I, I tried to be generous towards her while we were out there because that's like there's no public bathrooms and she's like i really have to use the bathroom and she was not dirty she was not just clean clothes clean hair she was wearing a mask and she's like i really have to use the bathroom i was like okay how much does this cost what's the least expensive item that you have on the menu she's like can you buy a cookie and i was like yeah give me the cookie and she's like can i have the code she gets the code from the cashier i get a cookie she comes out of the bathroom and I, I said, you want some? She's like, no. And she goes, how's it taste? It's like, really good. It's freaking crumbs shooting out of my mouth. And in jail, it was a, it was a similar experience. Um, he limped. He had a limp because he, he got frostbite on his toes. Um, but he was Native American, and he, he hitchhiked all the way from Oklahoma, I think it was, all the way to here, to Arizona. And the stories that he told me and just like the the insights that he gave me, and that's how I survived in Phoenix. That's how I learned. He, he taught me how to panhandle. And it, he was just lying on the cement slab with a hat over, like a cowboy hat over his face. And he's like, he's like, and then I panhandled. And then I did. And I was like, yeah, keep talking. Keep, and for a couple hours there, he fell asleep. And I think I fell asleep on the floor. I woke up, I took this giant sliver out of my freaking toe. I had a freaking, like, a giant thorn in my toe. I was there freaking barefoot. They hogtied me and locked me. Yeah. It's like inhumane nonsense, right? That um, curtilage I was talking about in the last episode. Don't listen to the last episode because it sucked. Seven more minutes. Two years. Like, if if I could look at my life two years ago and, and even have the slightest inkling that it would turn into what it is now, I, I probably would have just quit back then. I, I probably would have just been like, all right, let's time to go. Like, let's get ready. Look, like it's time to, to pack it up. Let's go. No more friends, no more anything, no more phone bills, any cash you get, you got to save it. We're done here. If I even had the slightest clue, I would get marooned out here in Arizona. If I even had the slightest clue, that's what I would start doing. But, but I, 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 um, yeah, let's talk about boxing. So some of the bus stops out there in Phoenix are like 
like drugstores. And you're not going to ever, the police aren't going to figure it out. They're not. It's not going to work for the police. There's no way that they're going to shut those drugstores down. You meet people and there was this goofy Mexican and he had like a wife beater on. And he was so goofy. I thought he was a cop. But then I realized he wasn't a cop. And I, he's like, I told him what happened to me. And he's like, well, you need to learn how to box. And I was like, yeah, I do. I was like, can you teach me? And he's just like, put your hand here, put your hand here. And he's like, this is going to, and he, he threw a couple punches at me. I blocked him. And then I threw a right. And he's like, oh, you got me. But I, I didn't actually punch him. I, I just like, you know, pretended to like, we're, we weren't slap boxing, but like, we're, yeah, we were out there. And he's like, all right. Yeah. He's like, you already know how to box. It's <laughs> like, all right, cool, man. And, uh, he was so goofy. I, I swear I've, I, I met up with him a bunch of other times too. And I was just like, you need to teach me how to box. You can teach me how to box. He's like, go in there and buy a bottle of vodka for me. William. I was like, yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Here's five bucks. Go buy a bottle of vodka. That corner, that street corner is so bad. <laughs> oh man. I don't ever want to go back, but yeah. Um, he taught me how to box. And he taught me how to share too, because like I'm pretty greedy myself when it comes to just like uh, getting out of a, an area once I get what I want and or what I need, I guess. Yeah, it doesn't exist anymore for me. But um, he's like, "Well, here's this, but stop and give it to everybody else around you." And I was like, "Okay," and he's like, "I was like, how much? Like, give it to everyone?" He's like, "He's like." just break some break it off for others and i was like okay and then everyone just kind of holds out their hand and i was like i'm not gonna do it you do it and he's like okay like he starts like just pouring it out for everybody else yeah it, it, it was interesting and then some people were like a little bit more a little bit more and like there was women putting on makeup like getting ready to work and stuff like 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 hookers like dude it, it's i was right there and i said you're pretty enough to not put on makeup, you know, she's just like, shut up. <laughs> like, shut, like, like, but she was, dude, she was a gorgeous girl. There was, there was gorgeous women out there in Phoenix and I'm not into that. There's, they'd have to pay me. And even then I'd be like, ah, Hey, Blaine, we'll give you 50 bucks. Huh? It's like, no, no, we'll give you, we'll give you 120 bucks. If you, uh, we got protection and the guy can't it's i'm just too weird about germs it's not i can't do it playing we'll give you 50 dollars if you just you know take your pants down it's like ah it's a uh, stop go away just leave me alone <laughs> honestly dude it's uh it's not a fear of intimacy it's a fear of germs especially post-pandemic dystopian present that we're living in right now it it's a fear of germ it's a fear of sickness it's a fear of like stds and getting sick so I have zero desire to do any of that stuff. But I, I was telling one, I was like, you know, you're you're pretty enough. You don't have to put on makeup. And she's just like, mm -hmm. she sh shrugged, it, shrugged it off. I did meet a girl out there in Phoenix. Um, and, and she complimented me a lot. She's like, you're so handsome. You're so handsome. And I um, intended to sleep at her house one night, but I wigged out. I... Um, she was making like motions through the window to other people outside. Yeah, I'm crazy, right? 
Like I, I'm paranoid, aren't I? Out there, and I was like, I can't stay here. I, I'm sorry, I have to go. And she's like, well, let me get my shoes on. Let's go for a walk. And I was like, I got to go right now. I'm sorry. And the guy I met out there, um, the guy who was like the diva, um, he, I thought he was like training me or what have you. And he said to me, always trust your gut. He says, always trust your gut. Never, never go against your gut. If you have a bad feeling about it, like trust your gut. He was like, I was going to get this member. He's like, our boys came through and stuff. And I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what happened out there. I, I, I disobeyed. I, I fell off. I maybe got a little too crazy myself, but yeah. Two years ago, if you would even told me it would, my podcast would turn into this, the Phoenix Chronicles. I'd say like, you're, there's no possible way that's not going to happen. I'm never going to live in Arizona. I'm never going back to Arizona. Arizona's a police state. Arizona's nothing but problems and I'll never go to Arizona. And here I am in Arizona for six months now, six freaking months, dude, in Arizona, like a nightmare freaking come true. I wake up every morning, just a nightmare after the nightmare, one after the next. Hey, thanks so much for listening. Make sure to tell all your friends. You guys are the coolest. Good luck. Take care. Well, that's what happens when you don't record premium quality platinum plated golden content. Like yesterday's episode was garbage. It wasn't it. And I, I couldn't even listen. I, I tried like to listen to it three times. I was like, man, and I didn't jinx myself. No. Anytime I say like, this is good. You know what? I think this is a good episode. I think it's going to be a good. It just it's not a jinx. It's not. I don't. I don't think you can really, yeah, you can. You can jinx yourself. You can mess. It's not self-sabotage. It's the opposite of self-sabotage. Jinxing is the opposite of self-sabotage. And by that, I mean, it's like, this episode sucks. This is going to be the worst episode you've ever heard. And then it ends up being the funniest, most kooky, wacky, zany, off the wall. And then you have... This is going to, I'm, this is a serious episode. We're talking about police and we're talking about me again. I'm going to complain all the time. It's like, this is the worst step. I can't even listen to this. It's flat, completely flat. $1,200 a month for singing lessons. You don't even look good while you're singing. I'm Jerry and I can sing. Oh man. Step brothers, hello. I'm Jerry and I can sing ah and I can sing ah. Oh my god. It's so funny. That 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 will always make me laugh. Always. And I can sing ah. Oh man. He doesn't even stick to lyrics. I'm Jerry and I can sing high. <laughs> Sound like what Jimmy Fallon. I'm an idiot and I'm your boyfriend. And Chad's gonna kick his ass. Chad's gonna beat his ass. Don't worry, Chad. Chad's gonna be. I sound like yeah, Jimmy Fallon. I know what you want. I'm an idiot and I'm your boyfriend. Don't worry. Chad's going to beat his ass. <laughs> Freaking sister. Ah, brother and sister. Chad's going to 
beat his ass. How's the microphone sound? Bring a little closer. Ooh, yeah, get a little closer. I'm not going to try and do serious episodes ever again. That police episode, the Gilbert police episode, sucked. And, uh, and, and I was like, this is going to be a good episode. I like the way that this one sounds. I'm going to make the microphones hot. Like, you idiot. That was the shittiest episode you've ever published. Like, All right, guys, take it easy. Do you, do you, yeah, you, you billion followers on YouTube. You just lost a bunch of listeners on freaking Spotify. All right, guys, take it easy on me. I'm not new to this. I mean, I've, I've only been doing it for practically two freaking years now. So, <laughs> eh, it's been two years. It was Memorial Day. It was Memorial Day at June 1st of 2021. I've been doing it. I've been podcasting for two years now. I've had some highs and lows. I've, yeah, I, maybe I should get into that, the two-year anniversary, because it was, honestly, June 1st. I remember it. It was a, I remember thinking like, well, I'm out of options. It was two years ago. I'm two years. I've been podcasting for two years. No lie. With like breaks in between. And and it started off as trading. And like, it's like, it started off as a five minute freaking podcast. It was four minutes and 22 seconds every single day. You got that right. This is, you're listening to the Bling Vera podcast. You got that right. Freaking Kevin Bacon was on there. Go back and listen, dude. Go back and listen to my first episode. Like all the microphones were right. Rat Rat was there. Ratthew. Yeah, studio. An actual studio. Jeez, man. You follow along. Like it's a diary of my life. Some of it is so ridiculous and garbage. It's not worth listening to. A lot of, I mean, there's like 800 episodes, right? So anyway, well, it's premium quality. Platinum play. Go, 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 Bring him closer. Get him hot. This is the two-year anniversary episode. I think today actually is the two-year anniversary. It's May 31st. Yeah. June 1st, May 31st. Yeah. Two years ago. Man. The two-year anniversary, the two-year anniversary special. Go roll it. Hot. 